Hi, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. Today I want to tell you a story. I had a lot of problems as a young Christian. I mean, just the difficulties of life, I guess. And the prevalent teaching at that time was that you can only grow through trials. So I figured that God was sending these trials and troubles and problems as a way to help me grow. Then one night I had a dream. I dreamed I was a mouse. I know it sounds silly, but that was the dream. And I had a lot of friends who were mice and we, you know, along with me, and we were all running. We were running, running, and we were full of fear. And finally I glanced back to see a human being chasing us. And I mean, we were little bitty mice, so he looked absolutely huge. And just about that time, he took a knife and he threw it and it stuck in the ground beside one of my friends. Well, we all kicked it into gear a little more and he threw another knife and this one nicked off the tail of another friend. And we kept running and running ever faster and faster. And then I woke up, took a deep breath, and the Lord spoke to me and said, that's what you think of me, isn't it? And I had to admit, it was. I thought, God is sending all these problems to train me, and really they're just terrifying me. And, you know, he might be God, but he's also, practically speaking, being my tormentor right now. And I know some would say, well, you know, he's not sending the problems, but he's allowing them, and that's really just the same thing. So anyway, as I realized what I actually did think of God, I realized how ludicrous that idea was. First of all, in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, it says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable, effectual, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So really, I didn't need a lot of problems to train me. I just needed the word. That was enough to equip me for every good work. Secondly, and this is where it really began to hit me, as I began to read the New Testament more and more, I made some interesting discoveries. One, that Jesus was the express image of God, Hebrews 1.3 and Colossians 1.15, the exact image of the Father. And in John 1.1, John writes, in the beginning was the Word, that's Jesus, the Logos. The word Logos means the revelation, the express, again, image of him. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So Jesus was not only the image of God, he was God. And Jesus himself said, if you have seen me, you've seen the Father, John 14, 9. And as I began to read more and more in the New Testament and saw how Jesus operated, well, I began to see that he was always the rescuer, and never the tormentor. I mean, think about it. Jesus laid hands on people, but we never heard him say to anyone, be sick. He always said, be healed, and he healed them. He always met people's material needs. He multiplied bread, people's incomes, as in the case with Peter's fish, and he always rescued people from their troubles. He never gave them their troubles. He always delivered them because he's the deliverer. He's the rescuer. In fact, his own name, Jesus, is the Greek version of the name Joshua. Remember the book of Joshua? Well, Jesus was named Joshua, which literally means a deliverer, a saver, a rescuer. 
That's why the angel told Mary, you shall call his name Jesus because he will save his people, not only from their sins, but the result of all their sins, which is the evil that's in the world. Even Jesus' own brother, earthly brother, James wrote, let no one say when he's tested, I'm being tested by God. Now he said, I thought it said tempted. Well, guess what? Same word in the Greek, tempted, tested, tried. It's all the same thing. Let no one say when he is tempted, tested, or tried that I'm being tempted or tested or tried by God. And he goes on to say, don't be deceived, brethren. Every good and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. So this is James 1.13 through 17. So James here is saying, God doesn't ever vary from this. He doesn't bring the problems. He doesn't bring the trials. And he never varies from this because only good and perfect gifts come from him. Along this line, I once was ministering in a church in California and the pastor said, I'd like you to come pray for my mom if you would. She has had a cancer diagnosis, a positive diagnosis of cancer. And so I went with him to, to minister to her and hopefully to pray and see God work a miracle that he would heal her. But when I began to tell her how Jesus really wanted to heal her, uh, and I think I used the example of the Lord's Prayer where Jesus taught us to pray, Father, your will be done on earth like it is in heaven. And, you know, there's no cancer in heaven, so God's will is for us to be healed. She stopped me right there. She said, oh, no, 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 no. She said, I don't want you to pray for me to be healed of this cancer. She said, God sent this into my life to teach me and make me a better Christian. And, you know, I, I tried to convince her, but she would have none of it and would not let me pray for her. And I just thought that is such a sad, sad thing that so many of us believe these kinds of things. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes we do hear teaching that contradicts the plain teaching of Scripture that, that God is good and good all the time. And sometimes we see things in the Old Testament that seem to contradict these things. But here's the point. The purpose of the Old Testament was not to reveal God's nature, his character. It was to reveal the law, rules for the ancient Israelis to live by. And they were good laws, but we're not under that system anymore. Now, I'm not saying that God never judges evildoers, but God takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked. He hates that stuff, although sometimes it's necessary for him to do it to rescue humanity, as in the case of Noah's Ark, or to defend his children. I mean, what loving father would not defend his children? But God would never abuse his own family. God is love. The New Testament reveals God himself to us and his will on a much clearer and deeper level than the Old Testament ever could. But John explains this when he says in that same chapter, John 1, his chapter about Jesus being God, he said the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Now he's saying, you know, we learned a lot about the rules through Moses, but the truth about God came through Jesus Christ. He goes on to say, no one has seen, the Greek here is discerned or mentally or physically perceived what he's like, no one has seen God at any time, but the only begotten Son, He has revealed Him. He has helped us understand what He's like. See, Jesus Christ shows us. He gives us a perfect image of what the Father in heaven is like, because if we've seen Him, we've seen the Father in heaven, and we see what Jesus did, that He went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed of the devil. 
and we can be oppressed of the devil on many levels. But Jesus healed them all, revealing the true nature of God, that he's always good all the time. Because you see, Jesus is our Savior, which means saver. He's our deliverer. Jesus is our rescuer. David Stearman Ministries is a missionary ministry. We take the good news of Jesus wherever we can, from the jungles of South America to Mexico to the Philippines, over the European continent and places beyond. And we'd love it if you'd partner with us in this task. If you'd like to help, just text GIVE to 513-296-8810 and enter the amount you'd like to sow. That's it. And thanks so much for helping us help others.